Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica Fox, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Darlings, don't forget to subscribe and download to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. All right, y'all, it's going to be a good one today. My guest today and I go way back like Kool-Aid. Oh, right. This queen is so special to me. She's not only an actress, entertainer, model, businesswoman, and philanthropist, but this sister here is royalty. She was the global ambassador of Susan B. Coleman's Breast Cancer Foundation. She is the former first lady of Turks and Caicos, the second American actress to hold that title. Princess Grace was first, Megan was third. And last year, she was bestowed the title of Queen Mother of Ghana. This ceremony was presided over by King Yahweh of Ghana in L.A. As an actress, she's best known for her breakout role as Diamond in the iconic film Players Club. She also starred on VH1 series Singles Ladies and is currently co-host of the fun and fabulous Fox Souls Cocktails with Queens with your girl, Vivica Fox, Claudia Jordan, and Selena Johnson. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, my baby sister, Lisa Ray McCoy. Wow. <laughs> Child, that was a mouthful and I needed to, I need that for my, um, my you know, for future references. Right, that okay. introduction right there was like, who was that? Who was that? <laughs> That be you, sister. That be me, girl. That's girl. Hello. Look here. I almost got to take a drink of water after all of that talk. I mean, I mean, there were some major receipts, Lisa Ray. I all know. Right. I like that. I know. So let's let's dive into this. Let's let people know. Like I told people, me and you, we go back like Kool Aid. Do you remember how and where we first met? Ew. You know. Mm. You know. You you're the one that has the elephant brain. Um, <laughs> but I I want to say. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, Mustache Cafe mm-hmm. to be on Melrose, Los Angeles, California. Yes. Uh, it was a bunch of us, a bunch of black actresses. I don't know what we had done, but I walked in and I think I want to say it was you, uh, Nia Long, Regina King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all of those. Uh, all of us. Yes. You know, and I saw you and I actually zeroed into you because you're a Midwest girl and I'm a Midwest girl, you know, and I was like, oh, that's that's Vivica. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and now I understand how that happens because, you know, people meet us and go, hey, girl. And we'd be thinking, well, wait a minute. Do I know her? You know, <laughs> you don't know them, but because there's such a familiarity and relatability to us that we just got that homegirl feel. And I definitely felt that. And I was right because you said, well, hey, how what? come on over here? Right. You know, and I'm like, you ain't got to tell me twice. You know? Right. I'm on my way right okay. now. Hey, girl. I and know. I mean, and we have been friends. And y'all, I'm going to tell y'all that that was back in what, like 90s or late yep. 80s, not, or late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a long time ago. We, yeah. we like it was I said, the late 90s. Yeah, late yes. 90s. Mm-hmm. Now, let's tell people about yourself. You broke into Hollywood pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, you, like you said, you're, we both from the Midwest. I'm from Indianapolis. You're from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you decided to go from Chicago. Because in Chicago, you were a successful model, correct? Correct. And I wanted to get the hell out of Chicago mm-hmm. because I wanted to get away from my mama. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real. Y'all, it's going to get real today. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to finally be independent out of her home. And I had had my daughter by that time. So I had, she had already put me out. 
you know, oh. so I already got my wings a little bit or something. But uh-huh. you know, when you got to prove to your family that you're about to be more than what they thought you was going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. It was that push. It was that fire and drive that I had to say, nah, nah, I made it. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, as the model, I felt like that all eyes on me thing was for me because I used to do runway. So mm-hmm. I liked that feeling. So I never thought big screen. I thought maybe commercials. I thought small, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I did a small independent film in Chicago and left out with the lead and it never got a distribution deal. But the executive producer was Monty Ross, which was Spike Lee's producer back mm-hmm. in the day. Okay. And he said, you, you need to go to pilot season. I was so green, girl. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, pilot season. Right. You know, I was like, <laughs> I ain't trying to be a pilot. I'm trying to be an actress, you know. And so, <laughs> so I um, immediately came out here to just look around. And I didn't get a manager. I didn't get an agent. But it felt good. It felt like the place that I needed to be. Yes. You know? And Agreed. I came out here and looked for an apartment. And I was staying in the Oakwood Apartments, furnished Ooh. apartments for actors. Yep. In Marina Del Rey? Yep. Yes, I know. I was going to stay right there and got my stuff together, went back and got my daughter. And the rest was history. Started doing music videos and one thing led to another and one video popped, which was that Tupac's very last video before he got murdered, which was Toss It Up. That's why wow. Ice Cube saw me. Okay, yep. okay. So... Now, let me just ask, did you ever wait on tables, do the whole struggle thing? Because that's what I tell people. I was like, shoot, I used to wait on tables. I was literally on a soap opera. And the little girl looked up at me and said, ain't you on a soap opera? I said, yeah, baby, but I'm off today and I'm going to make these coins. So what you Uh, (laughs) uh, And hustling with Vivica A. Fox. (laughs) You already know. Did you ever go through that? No, I did not have to go through that because, you know, to be quite honest, coming from Chicago, I came from, you know, a a well-to-do family. My father was a businessman. So we owned several different businesses. So I never even thought that I needed to go to college because, to be quite frank, I thought, what is that piece of paper going to do for me? Because I know what I'm going to do, which is go run my family businesses. Mm. So I never finished and my father got murdered and then my mother got on my nerves. So then I came back, you know, I came over to L.A. and said, let me make the best of this because I got to make it. I got to make me proud. I got this child and my family thinking I'm too spoiled to amount to nothing. Let me, you know, fool them. Okay, well, we're definitely going to get in the family in just a little bit. But I just want to go find out from you. So you went from doing videos and then ice. You said ice ice cubes saw you. And And he then. Gave you a tryout for, or did he give you the role? Or did you have to audition for Players Club? for I, I had to audition because who directed uh, Toss It Up video for Tupac mm-hmm. was Lionel Martin, which was doing How to Be a Player. Okay. And so I auditioned for that thinking, whoo, this is it. And he totally did not like my audition. Ooh. Which then prepared me for the call that I got when Ice Cube saw me in Tupac's video. Okay. He said, I have a movie. I think that you'd be good for. Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> Basically, it was like, <laughs> okay. you know. And so I went in. Kim Harden was the casting director. I went in for this audition that I had so practiced for and rehearsed for. I'm talking <laughs> like three or four days, girl. And um, I thought I had it down pat. Walking mm. in there. Saw Nia Long, saw Robin Givens, saw all these different people that I was fans of and automatically said, oh, no. I hate that. They are not going to give this to me, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I know. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and one of the executive producers was Carl Craig. 
and I had worked for him. I love yes. Yes. Yep. I had did so many music videos for him. He had really put me to work and really was allowing me to pay my bills while I was doing music videos. Mm-hmm. And I came in, he said, this young lady, I vouch for her. I've worked with her several times. And I'm thinking to myself, sit down. This is my first time in a speaking role, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be team too much. Yeah, you know? And I did. I jammed that audition. You know, when you jam an audition so well, where when yes. you walk out the door, you feel yes. like, you know what I mean? Yes. I and did that I, shit. Yeah, yeah. And I did that. And then they called me back for a second callback. And that was my first time experiencing that. And I was like, well, what happened? I didn't do something right the first time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, they want to see you again. Yes, girl. And I realized that I had read with a couple of different Ronnies and a couple of different Ebony's, but yet I was the only diamond. So I was mm. like, well, what's, what's going on here? You know, so after I did all that half a day stuff, I'm asking for my coins. Like, do I get paid for this? Because I've been here okay. for my four hours, you know? Right. And then Q said, well, I guess by now, you you know, you, you can guess that you got the role. And I was like, no, <laughs> hell, you need to tell me, you know? <laughs> and then I got it, and the rest was history. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, you worked with, I mean, Bernie Mac, Jamie Foxx, Ice Cube. I mean, that film, you recently did a 20, was it 20-year celebration? Was it? Yeah. Or 18? 20. 20-year celebration on Instagram. You did Instagram Live that just blew up. People loved it. And you was like looking at the screen. You was like, oh, look at that no tiny body. Look at that I no tiny know. Girl, when I look at how small we used to really be, I used okay. to be like, I'm like, I don't want to be that small no more. Not like right. that. Right. Okay. We need, need a little bit of women curves, right? And right. we got that. We got yeah. that. And that just led to like, that just literally opened up the doors to everything for you, Right. It did, because after that, I went to do The Wood with Tay Diggs mm-hmm. and Richard T. Jones, Omar Epps. Yes. Um, Sanaa Lathan. Um, so, you know, of course, when you start, you know, building and growing at the same time and working with people that you can get good tape with and good experience with, then I felt like, okay, I'm making it. I'm making a name for myself. I'm being relevant. I'm being out here. And that's what you, when you do come out here to do that and you're doing it, that solidifies your place and you're able to say, oh, look, mom, I'm famous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's a lot more to being famous and having a career, correct? True, absolutely, because you got to keep it going. (laughs) Now, let's talk about then when you you did the uh, VH1 series, Single Ladies. Mm -hmm. Talk about that experience for you. That was another wonderful experience for me because that was the, the new Black sex in the city. Yes. You know, for so long, we we see them, you know, portraying what dating is and what girl time and girl talk and girl trips is about. But we don't see it for us. I think the last time we've seen anything like that was on TV when Mara did um, uh, Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the closest to it. Yes. You know? And so having a newer branded show that gives you skin, that gives you story, that gives you fashion, nails, hair, you know. I, I felt like, oh, I love coming to work because, as you know, I wear white all the time. So to see me in different color, I was like, I like this orange skirt with this green top. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, would, I wouldn't personally wear it, but Keisha looked good in it, you know? Right. You so, know, we've been trying to get you to wear color for years, but we're going to talk about, about your connection to white. But I want to tell you, you had a little bit of controversy with your co-star, yes. Stacey Dash, correct? Yes, I did. Yes. Now, tell us about that and why that occurred, because she ain't on my list of favorites either. Yeah, she crazy, you know. She crazy um, as hell. Yeah, she, I worked I with her. I worked yeah. with her. 
And I didn't really know that because we had did a Western together, Civil Brand, and she was mm -hmm. all the way cool, you know? Yeah. And yet again, in, in Black Hollywood, when you're working with another Black actress, you feel uh, honored, you know what I mean? It's like, here we are, you know what I mean? So I felt that for Stacey Dash because, again, I'm a fan, you know? I right. respect her work with the, the work that she did do in Clueless, you know? I mm -hmm. hadn't seen nothing else, but uh, mm. you know what I mean. Right. So now you have this new show that was written by Stacey A. Little John. And we love you, Stacey, who also wrote for Empire. Absolutely. And also wrote for all of us. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, she wrote that and she said, you know, they brought in Stacey Dash and they were looking for women that were under 40. But I was like, well, shit, if they audition her, <laughs> surely they can audition me. I know I that's good right. too. Right. So um, she went in, I went in. We got the role, and I felt great about it because you had two sex symbols in one show. Right. And I was like, this is going to be great. And she was beautiful. I mean, when we would have our close-up, I would look into her eyes, and I would go, oh, her my eyes God, girl. And you have beautiful um, eyes yourself. Asa. I would tell you, tell you that about you all the time. I'm like, I love your eyes. Thank you. And, but can I tell you, when I heard about the casting of you two, because I had worked with Stacy, and Stacy was starting to go through this difficult stage of transition. I don't know why. I was mm -hmm. like, girl, you're clueless, literally. Um, <laughs> that I, I, I had a feeling y'all were going to bump heads. So it wasn't surprising to me. I'll but tell you this. I, I had no idea because at first she was real cool. She was, yeah. I was going to put it out there. She was dating somebody. She was happy. Mm -hmm. And whatever that situation was, it was. Because, you know, when you on the set and you say, yo, my man is in town. Can we hurry up? It's like, absolutely, girl. Let's get you out of here. You know what I mean? So, you do so that. So you, you go turn get that you table. some. Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm there with you. This particular night, he was in town. She didn't tell nobody, but it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. We still at it. And she gets an attitude and she doesn't say her line to me. So even the director was like, Stacy. Look at Keisha when you deliver that line and then leave. Mm. So by the, by the fourth or fifth take, I'm thinking this is just a one line, the girl, what's the problem? And that's what I say, you know? Mm. And she, she looks and rolls her eyes. But, you know, I don't think nothing because, you know, sometimes we have we be up in our own little, you know, collect yes. and it's yeah. like what it is. Mm. But, honey, child, when I tell you when the director had to come out and speak to her, I had walked over that said, Stacey, just say the line. She put her finger Ooh, wrong thing. Wrong in move. my face and wrong said, move. you can't tell me anything. And when I tell you, you can hear, hear a pin drop on the set, I, 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 I went South Side Chicago. I just put my head down like, oh, no, you know? Mm. <laughs> and it was mm. like, and I just said, Stacy, if you don't take your mother finger mm. out my face. But that's all I had to say, because by that time she was taking her heels off and strutting to her dressing room. And I was like, hold on, you know, you got more to say because I can meet you. Right. You know, wrong, you know? Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, and, and, you know, you want it, you can have it, you know. So right. she went on the next day. She came to work with security, girl. And I felt like. <gasps> oh, she did not, girl. She absolutely did. And I never with said security? this. Security? Yeah, I never said this part before, but she came with security. And I was like, oh, you know, what's going on today? You know, and they right. was like, <laughs> they was like, you. I was like, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she bought them for your ass. I said, get out of here. No way. I went to the damn producers. I said, do you know how this would look if this gets out? That she had to bring security to set for me? Mm. It'll make me look like I'm a bully and y'all ain't got my back? Well, you know what? I'll be in my dressing room and, and until y'all organize this. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm bigger than this. I came here to be professional. I came here to be an actress. I came here to get you. my check. Let me go ahead and do what I need to do because one monkey don't stop no show. 
And right. then she wasn't really that relevant and important to me either. You know what I mean? So I just really didn't think it was that big. I thought it would be something that she would get over. And she just carried it on. And then from then, I heard that she had problems with wardrobe. And they started coming telling their stories. Yeah, she's and then a the producer, Yeah, that was just yeah. like, girl, please. Yeah, we gonna move on from her because we ain't okay. gonna give her, no, give her no more time because she's a damn Republican and, and lost. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she is. Sometimes you're like, Ooh. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so let's talk about I want two things with you. Your connection to the color white. Why you like to wear white all the time? Um, you know, it's not really a ta-da answer to that. It found me. You know, mm. I always say and joke and say I'm not definitely a virgin, but I might be an angel. You know? That's right. Okay. <laughs> and now tell everyone why it is so very important because you know, girl, you know, you you had my ass in training class. We, if somebody walk up and go, hey, Lisa, I'd be like, child, you better say Lisa Ray. It, it, it was so bad. I, I was like, oh my God. You still I, do that. I still do that to this day, like because I already know what's gonna happen if they don't, okay? <laughs> but now we're gonna clear the air and make it clear to all yeah. of our fans out there the importance yeah. of why. When people address you, you want them to call you Lisa Ray. Tell them. Well, besides it being on my birth certificate, <laughs> I am named after my father. My father's name is David Ray McCoy. Okay. And because I'm the baby, I'm the closest thing to, I guess, having a boy. Till you know, they named me after. <laughs> Why would you say that? You're, I mean, yeah. You're so feminine, okay? You look rough. You got that Midwest in you. But a boy, no. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, you know, before he got murdered, I think maybe three or four years before he got murdered, I changed my license plates to Lil Ray. Mm-hmm. And I really began to embrace the name because at first Lisa Ray was so country to me because my parents was from Mississippi and I felt like Lisa Ray, like, why is that? I was like, Billie Jean, you know what I mean? Or Mary Ann or something, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't like that, you know? And so now that he's gone, it is my way of paying homage to him yes. and having him with me all the time. So I do, I take it personal and I'm very sensitive about it because when I introduce myself, I say, my name is Lisa Ray. You can call me Lisa Ray. You know what I mean? Yes. And people yes. laugh or whatever. You make you know? it very clear. You do. Yeah. But yeah. people get so offended. They like, and then they turn right around and go, so Lisa. And then I look like, didn't I just tell you that my name is Lisa Ray? But I'll, I'll correct you anywhere. We Show are TV, you. CNN, uh, ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Because I think it's disrespectful after three times. You know? Right. I right. Told so you. to every... All everyone out there, if you see a beautiful woman wearing all white and you and you know that that's the actress, Lisa Ray, please address her asshole. And because Vivica might have to come through and get you on it, too. But we, I just wanted to make that clear that it's it's in homage to your father who is deceased. Now, let's talk about um, family, because, as you said, you have a daughter named Kai, mm-hmm. but you're also a glamour. And when I say that, you know, that's because baby Bella, who we just, oh my God, baby Bella is just the sweetest little chocolate drop. Tell us about this chapter of your life of being a glamour. As she just walks in the room on cue. (laughs) They are my babies. Mm -hmm. You know, they are my future and they are my legacy. And they make me so emotional when I talk about it because there's so much love there that I never knew even existed. I knew it existed in my daughter because she saved my life, you know, after my father's murder. Mm. She came and I was just like, oh, I poured all my everything into her. But then when this little chocolate drop came, 
I did not know that I could love anything more than I love my child. Like now, Kai, I don't really even have to speak to her no more. You know? <laughs> no, can I just say this about the beautiful thing about like you becoming a grandma, me becoming a godmother is that for me, it gave us fresh eyes. And it was this beautiful little thing that was innocent, that loved you just for you. Not because you're Diamond, not because you're Vivica Fox from Independence Day. They love you. They want to be with you. They want to have fun with you. You know, hi, baby Bella. Are you here? Say yeah, hi. hi. Say hello. Say hey. Hey. Just hi. Hi. Vivica. Hi. They can't, they can't see you. You just have to say hi. Hi, cuteness. But yeah, but it was like fresh eyes for you and the joy that I've seen baby Bella bring to your life. And she softened you. And yeah, yeah. She gave me perspective because Kai gave me life. But this one gives me perspective to allow me to put my portfolio in place, to put some business in place, Mm -hmm. to know that I want to leave something back here for them and not just my you know, career, you know, but I have a safe full of jewels for my daughter, you mm-hmm. know, for times to get harder if she want to wear them or they want to make something else out of them, heirlooms, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to pass business down because my father did that to me naturally. Right. You know what I mean? As and, we should. Yeah. And then to be quite honest, this pandemic made me think differently as well. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like I'm getting older now and I lo- no longer am able to even or even want to do the same things I used to do 10 years ago. You know, there's maturity there, like you said. You know, there's growth there. And so now um, when I look at them, I, I, baby, when I tell you coming home to her, it's like coming home to a man. She's yeah. like, I hear her go, Yes. Gaga. Yes. She walks oh. me downstairs to the garage. When I'm working, she knows I'm having an interview. She knows when I'm um, doing our show. Like she is has so much personality. I'm like, look, I didn't have you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ah, she's so much like me, but she yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, she's a wonderful extension of you. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about family because you know, on the show, we recently tried to surprise you. Oh, cocktails with queens. Uh, Which, no, no, we're gonna make this real short. We'll make it real short. Uh, if it can be, <laughs> it will be. No, it will be because. <laughs> Cocktails with Queens. Let's talk about Cocktails with Queens. It's our hit show for Fox Soul, which mm-hmm. I had to talk you into doing. True. True, true. <laughs> Let's just but you've always had to talk me either down or talk me <laughs> into something to give me perspective because you've been here before me. Yes. And, you know, besides me being a fan of yours, you know, to me, you're my big sister. You know what I mean? Yes. And you have the experience. And so to me, that's worth a relationship to be able to come to and say, hey, Help me out and advise me on this. That's All right, so, what relationships are. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about our journey of our friendship because publicly we had a huge blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, we'll dive into this and be transparent with everyone. Okay. Lisa Ray, like we said, she's like my baby sister. Um, and we've experienced a lot of things together privately. Uh, I was in her wedding when she got married. Honestly, when she came and told me about Michael, her ex-husband, I was shocked. I really Mm -hmm. was, because remember, you were scared and you came up to Toronto. I was up there doing my show Missing Mm -hmm. and you surprised me and you're like, I need to talk to you and I need to talk to you now. And I'm on the plane. I'm like, what? So I'm thinking it's about something else. And she came in and was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, we I was in the wedding. The wedding was beautiful. You wore Princess Grace's tiara, correct? Yes. 
Yep. Yes. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. how did that come about? Um, historically, I am the second actress in history to be a first lady. Um, the first African-American actress to be a first lady. So um, when Queen Elizabeth heard that I was, you know, this actress and I was American, uh, they wanted to make it special for me. So they had given me pictures of a couple of, of Grace Kelly's tiaras that were in the museum. Mm. And I picked that one. And when I tell you, they flew it to me from Switzerland mm. <laughs> and, and the vault and everything. And I felt like, well, wait a minute. Do I do I get to keep this? You know, <laughs> Right. OK. But historically, it, 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 I think that the title alone, the wedding got so big till it scared me, you know. Yeah. And so when I came to you, that's when I felt like oh, I got to tell somebody this, because now this decision is not just to get married. Now this decision is to have a title yes. and have protocol. That's different. You know what I mean? That's that's something extra. And it, to be quite honest, it was like, do I know how to do that? You know what I mean? Am right. I going to be able to pull this off? So I was and can, and can I tell you, I was like, baby, this is all that in the bag of chips. And then when I went to Turks and Caicos and walked in and saw a Michael and her picture in the airport I, at, next to Queen Elizabeth, I said, wow, okay. This when is- I made you come, because honey, you know you don't want to go nowhere no longer than two days, but I've noticed that I've those got- things has changed. Yes, <laughs> we, bo- we both have matured. We both mm-hmm. have matured. We have. We Because, you know, I'm such a hustler and a worker bee. But anyway, <laughs> that, but I, we have learned to relax. Um, so anyway, the, unfortunately, the, the, the marriage didn't last long. Yeah. And uh, that led to our breakup because mm-hmm. you know I was like El Ray come on I tried mm-hmm. to give you advice but at the time you know we make our own choices mm-hmm. and I and I just want to say the reason why I went to the left because I was going through some shit publicly with a breakup in a crazy relationship and then I just didn't even want any more drama which I think me and you recently just discovered that that was the main reason why I kind of went to the left and, and I was so glad that you said that because I was still confused about why did that you go? was. Yeah. yeah, I was like, where were you? Like, you know, and it made me say, I, I, I just needed you. Like, I didn't yeah. need any money, no cars, no place to stay. Mm-hmm. Well, I just was like, I need somebody that knows the situation and knows me and know, you know what I mean? And yeah. to be quite honest, I really don't have that in a lot of people. You know, you, we got to keep our circle tight because you don't want to have that private life exposed so much, you know? Right. So, um, she thought I had abandoned her. That was why she yeah. was so angry with me. Mm-hmm. And she let everybody's ass know that. That's all I'm going to tell you. I will never forget <laughs> riding in uh, Atlanta, headed to work, and she was on the radio blasting my ass out. I was like, golly. So, I, I didn't fight her because I didn't want to fight with her because I loved her. And I still, to this day, like I said, y'all, she's my baby sister. Mm-hmm. And I have never ever really been a person that likes to get in a public thing because I've just guard the brand. I'm, I'm, we're made different than what these children now that air every single piece of material they got from the time they wake up to go to sleep. I'm just Mm -hmm. not, I'm cut from a different cloth. I'm from the old school. Mm -hmm. And so, and then besides that, like I said, I cared about her like a baby sister and I didn't want to fight her. So I just kept like, even though we would see each other every once in a while out and we would just shoot daggers across the room at each other, like, mm-hmm, yeah, Ooh, I see you. Yeah, I know, girl. I remember. Ooh. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Them, them, them two cats. If them two cats that went at it, woo child. <laughs> we didn't. And I think that was because underneath the anger was love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to make this really quick is that one day, early in the morning, in the airport, I see somebody across in all white. 
and I knew it was her. Come to find out, y'all, we was on the same flight. I just walked over to him and was like, what's up? And we hugged. And we hugged. And you know? we hugged. And in that hug, yes. you know how you, 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 you hug from afar where your butts is out at first, like how you hug a man, you know, yes. like, hey, okay, nice to meet you. Yeah. Right. Don't get too it close. Went, it went from that to an embrace. Yeah. That was like heart to heart, like, like, damn, like, damn, I miss you. damn, I miss you. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and everything from that point, just, it, it left me. And it, it, and what was important then was let's take this time that we have right here, right now to clear the air. Because here's the thing. We were traveling by ourselves, and that's something we never do. Exactly. You know? So I was like, yeah. let's take this time. It was and a four-hour flight, right? Yep. It was a four-hour flight, so we had nowhere else to go. Nowhere else to up, go. And we asked the people, could we sit together? And they did. And we talked the entire flight, you know, yes. about what was going on in our life and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of the healing, you know? Because when you, when you do fight and you got your life going on and I got my life going on, that ain't healing. That's just putting the cart before the horse and just doing whatever you got to do to not have to deal with it. Exactly. Once we dealt with it, that was the beginning of... <sighs> you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and and we've had other moments where we've let other things come out. We went to dinner a couple of months ago and we had one of them debates over the table and it was like, oh, you said, well, not any what you said. And we got some more clarity on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it, 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 it happens with friends and the way that you deal with it and the manner in which you deal with it is a mature way that if you like and love that person, then you are willing to stick it out for then you all can bridge that gap. And that's exactly what we had, we've done. Yes, we have. And I'm, and it's so good, y'all, now that it's like I can respond a certain way and she'll know or I can see something in her. And it's like we need each other. Hey, hey, hey. You know, mm-hmm. we're very honest with each other, whether we want to hear it or not. And not so, so sensitive. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, yeah. I know you got a mouth on you. I got a mouth on me. You know, you text in all caps sometimes. Like, dang, girl. It's like, girl. <laughs> now, you know, when Vivica texts back in all caps, I'm mad. Okay? Uh, I'm like, she hollering at me over here. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> now, let's speak about, I, I, I just pray this. And we won't talk about this long because it's been everywhere in the press. I mean, it went viral and global uh, when we tried to surprise you with the brand. And this is all I want to say about it. I hope in time, like how you and I had our moment and that we hug and can exhale and, and have exhaled, that you and Debrat, your sister, can do that. And that's what I don't want to go through a long thing about she right, you wrong, this and the third. I'm just going to say as a sister to my baby sister, open your heart in time, El Rey. She always going to be your sister, regardless of who she decides to love, how she decides to love. It is her choice. That's all I want to say. Okay. Okay. Well, let me say this. Okay. Um, like she said, by her own admission, it's no problem that we have. And mm-hmm. we didn't get into anything. It's, it's nothing. It was just the distance. And the distance was like, hey, you know, what's going on? Because I had been reaching out. In between, you know, the pandemic and what I got going on and this new life. So Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the new life pan out on Instagram like the entire world is. And I'm shocked. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't notice. You know, so I'm calling to say congratulations or or what had happened or tell me about it. You know, Mm. and I get nothing. And so I'm like, hey, are you okay? Yes, that's what it is. It's not because she's in a new relationship. 
obviously I've been knowing that my sister was gay. I mean, come on. I've been okay. knowing. So right. I've been holding secrets for a long time here. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not the, okay. I'm not so the, I missed that part. Yeah. You had been reaching out to her and she wouldn't yeah. respond? Yeah. Oh. She'd go around what I was oh. saying, you know? Because matter of fact, I look back at my my receipts, <laughs> my text messages after, you know, the Everything went down. Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, wait a minute, when is the last time I heard from her? You know, and I remember seeing something where I said, well, my feelings is hurt because I feel excluded in your life and I don't know what's going on. She hit me back and said, well, I don't know why, because there's so much going on in the world till we don't have time for that, basically. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, huh? so she stepped on your feelings. That Okay, yeah, that was, was like, anger. Wow. And then so then she tried to show up for happy time. You was like, exactly. bitch, I wasn't having no. it. Yes. Exactly. It was like, you mean, me? and you, Vivica, you hit me with, what is this childish bullshit? He was like, well, she no. reached out to you and said happy birthday That's, publicly. I, so much was going on that night on the show, Lisa Ray, that I didn't hear you say that you had tried to reach her several times. Because okay. I, I just heard, I, um, I haven't heard from you in a while. Mm -hmm. So then we go look at your birthday things and Debrat, and there I saw the post where she did. And I was like, wait a minute. Now look here. What is mm -hmm. going on? That was my confusion. So I apologize for that. You Thank know what you. I mean? Because it Thank was you. like, it was like, I just felt like, well, wait a minute. You said you ain't heard from me. She did a whole post and mm -hmm. you liked it and said, thanks for thinking of me. But so check like, this out too. Check this out. It's just like your birthday. If I would have just said happy birthday on Instagram, it'd have been like, well, God, dog, you my personal friend. I don't right. get to pick up the phone and call. Like, you know, Instagram is cute for everybody in the world if that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But what about the personal side? You know what I mean? So I was like, my birthday was Wednesday. <laughs> Today is next week, Monday. And you like, surprise. I, I was trying to hold it together. I was. I was just like, oh, and my you God. Can't be fake, oh, and you can't be fake. And you can't be fake. But you can tell. You can yes. see it in her face. She put her head down. And that's respect, though. That's yeah. that big sister, little sister stuff that made her go, yeah, she right. We've been distanced. And what pissed me off is when she said, you know, and I have a significant other now. And it was like, yes, I know that. But you saying that, like, that's getting in the way of our relationship. And I don't understand why that would be. Right. So that's why I'm confused and I'm still confused. But, you know, like you said, whenever God timing is for us to talk back together, that'd be what it is. But I will say that, um, you know, uh, I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know who's going to make the first move. I got stuff going on. Like she said, she got stuff going on. And evidently she got so much going on. Mm -hmm. she, she ain't got time for me. So now that I know this. I'm like, okay, I won't bug her. I won't you have her. You have clarity for I now. I have clarity. Okay, right but now. I'm just going to say one more time in closing, I do pray for y'all to come and have a, you know, a come to Jesus moment. And that's all we're going to say. We're going to pray about it, okay? Yeah. So, but moving on, moving on, moving <laughs> on, moving on, moving on. So, you know, like we said, uh, Cocktails with Queens has just given us an amazing resurgence, child. We go mm -hmm. viral every week, damn near, because we let people have it. And what I love about <laughs> the show is that here you have these beautiful women from all different walks of lives that are grown women. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if Claudia in her 50s, but all of us are. I know we are in fine as hell. Mm -hmm. um, and that we have different views of life through different experiences of show business. Mm -hmm. So Cocktails with Queens um, has given us a resurgence in our career. I mean, your phone's ringing off the hook. We're doing fun things. Are you having a good time with the show? I absolutely am. And I didn't think that I would because... In the pandemic and, and having that cabin fever, I was like, and now we got to work from home too. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, you know what I mean? What about my makeup? What about my hair? What about, but it gave me a sensibility to say, hey, 
this might just be the new normal here. And it is. So get into it, you know? Mm-hmm. And because it is a show in which we can talk about trending things. We can talk about political topics. Yes. We can talk about, we, it's all about our opinions and fun and entertainment. We can Agreed. talk about things that you disagree and I disagree and I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate. But because we all have different perspectives, you get to hear four different voices that might just be yours and say, hey, I can agree with her. I understand what that is. And so people take it literal. People take it too serious. But when I tell you they do take it and they take it and put it on shade room and that's Ooh. all right with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So we're blessed for cocktails with Queens because it's 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 given us a new chapter. And speaking of a new chapter, how how's your love life? You ready for love again? I am because I think that right now in my life, I'm at an age where I want companionship. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be played with. I don't have time for that. I have businesses. Like you said, I'm a grandmother, so I don't need anybody coming in and out. And I definitely don't need to be a notch on somebody's belt. What are you looking for in a man? Um, I need him to be God-fearing because I need him to keep me, you know, accountable. You know, I need him to be mature. I need him to be a businessman. I'm attracted to power and knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so it's something about a businessman for me, besides me knowing and growing up with the businessman. But it's something about them that they like to build and see things from the first step all the way to fruition. And so when you are in business yourself, he has no other choice but to look over and say, babe, what what are you working on? What can I help you with? And it's like, well, I'm glad you asked, you know? (laughs) And Mm. so, boom, you know, so... I like the power of the mind. I'm a mental person. I'm stimulated mentally. And when that happens with me, the physical just comes, you know. So I'd like a person that's generous, that's family orientated, because, you know, I'm a big pajama party style girl. Like, come on, come on, come all. Yes, yes. I love to share. I love to, I love to cook. You know, I love, you know, that's my love language. Hold on, y'all. Let me tell everybody this about Lisa Wright. Baby. (laughs) If you look, I order fantastically. I'm just gonna let y'all know that. Okay, I live by myself. I ain't cooking. That ain't that ain't going down. But Lisa, right? When I'm telling you, can tear up a kitchen, baby. That was one of the things. Child. I was like, baby, this child. I had no idea how good of a cooker. I think you should do a cooking show in the future, a cookbook, all of that. To be very honest with you, I know we had that. What we had Christmas and Turks and Caicos, or was yes. it Thanksgiving? Oh my God! Oh, can we take it back? You, yep. you talk about Turks and Caicos. Yep. You had to get a book because you didn't. You wanted. <laughs> you had to get a book for etiquette for dummies. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know how to set the table, girl, for a seven-course meal. I was like, okay, wait a minute. What is all these spoons and forks? I'm not having no wine, water, and champagne, and juice. <laughs> it's like, I did. It was so yeah. funny. But I wanted to be, you know, when you're at that level, right? you're supposed to know. You know what, what I mean? What you doing? Because I'm, mm-hmm, I'm entertaining, you know, sheets and princes and, and, wow. and CEOs and vice presidents and presidents at the house. I was like, I need to know this. You know, this doesn't need to be a conversation over the table that, you know, they not having a salad for, you know? (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about another title that you have, too. You have been named Queen Mother of Ghana. uh, And the ceremony was presided over King Yahweh Mm -hmm. of Ghana in Los Angeles. Tell us about that, that title. I know. They have been watching me for a couple of years because I had started uh, teaching vision board workshops. And I do believe in manifestation, the power of your words, karma, rhythm of the universe. Like, I believe in all of that. 
And so I believe in, in, in the Bible, Habakkuk chapter two, verse two, write it down and make it plain upon tablets. Mm. And so I do that with my life. And so they had been watching because they were looking for someone to be an liaison between the United States and them for education. Well, you know, I love children. Yes. And I love giving and I love giving advice. And I think what now where I'm at in my life, the experiences that I've had helps me dictate my future. Um, so when they asked me, you know, what if we gave you some land, a business, some property over here, would you be interested in helping us with education over here? And I was like, absolutely would. Good. You know, I think that's prestigious, you know. And so although my role has not started yet because then the pandemic happened. Right. Ain't nobody traveling nowhere that far. That yet, part. You know? Okay. But um, I'm, I'm glad about that. And I'm going to do my best to be able to not just help them. And it's not just about helping them. It's also about helping us and bridging that gap between them and us. It's our motherland. Exactly. So helping the motherland. Okay. Yep. What would be a surprising fact that fans can discover today about Lisa Ray? I have a pillow that I have had for 53 years. What? That my mother has kept. And I sleep with it every night and I twist the ends of it. It's dingy, dirty, and gray, but it's mine. <laughs> it smells like hair perfume, skin product, and sweat. But it is mine, honey. And when I tell you I don't sleep as good without it than I do oh, with it. And wow. so that's my little that's my little thing. <laughs> okay. And then how about you? Uh, what are things that uh, you love to do? Like you love to travel and, 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 and around the world. Yeah. Where are some of your favorite places to visit? Um, Africa was beautiful. And, you know, what they show us on TV here to get those three coins out of us to send over there. It's the kids that got the flies all over their, oh. their bodies and they're living in a hut and whatever. But when you go over there, you see black, you see white Africans. Yes. You see sky towers. You see uh, um, kids that are happy to have a ball to even play with. Yes. Um, you see love. And, and I'm going to say this, with our kids being so sport over here in America, when I went over there, to their, what is it called? Uh, the, the township. When I went to the township, which is kind of equivalent to our ghetto, mm -hmm. you know, our projects. Mm -hmm. When I went over there, I saw them playing with a ball, but I ain't never seen kids so happy to have one ball to play with 10 yep. different kids. And everybody didn't, they weren't fighting. They weren't moving each other out of the way. No bullying, none of that. They were happy to play with one ball. So much so it touched me. So I sent a complete couple of boxes over there with crayons and paper or whatever but yeah. it cost me so much to send that box I said to myself I see why they don't have because it costs us so much to send and I feel like everybody needs to be on board the, the post office the president everybody yeah to send something over there you know so it was beautiful so Africa was one of my favorite places Israel too I felt like I was walking on Jesus mountain yes. you know what I mean yeah I got into that dead sea and let me tell you this little, little quick story mm -hmm. I tell them I want to go to the red sea right so I mm -hmm. go to the red sea and I look out there and I said well what happened to it it ain't red <laughs> my mother said, my, my mama said, girl, don't say that to nobody else at all. <laughs> I'm looking like, what happened? She said, it was never red, baby. You know, it's was... <laughs> just the title. All right. Well, look, look, I got a little bit more time with you. What current projects are you working on, girlfriend? I just uh, embarked on a new business called LR Homestyles, which is mm -hmm. my furniture and mattress line. And I just got a storefront in the Beverly Center. So we Yay! are opening. 
<laughs> we're opening there in um, the second or third week of November. Mm-hmm. I also have a jean line that I was supposed to launch during the pandemic, but of course that stopped everything. So it's called PZI Jeans. Mm-hmm. And I used to work for them about seven years ago, being their ambassador. And then I bought the company. So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> bought the company, y'all. Uh-huh. See, this is what people don't know about y'all. Lisa Ray is an excellent businesswoman. I, that's one of the things that attracts me to you. You're mm-hmm. a hustler. I love that about you. Yeah. Yeah. What, what drives you? Oh, wait a minute. Did you have more projects? I'm sorry. Well, no, just, you know, that both of us are working, you know, in this pandemic, which is a blessing because with the COVID, you know, we have to, these certain regulations that we have exactly. to go through, you know, three COVID tests in, in yes. a week and, you know, then you got to be quarantined and then you got to be the, in a bubble. I just left a bubble. I was filming um, family, family business for BET and yes. they had a cast house where we all stayed in. But when I tell you it was so much fun, I was with one of your co-hosts, Miguel Nunez. Yes. Of his crazy self. And I said... He, he thinks this is his house. You know what I mean? Of course he does. We had a big pajama party and I just finished um, A House Divided by UMC. Um, so I'm working. I'm doing things. I did a Christmas movie in D.C. Yes. Um, so and I know you're working as well. So every time we try to get together, you're like, child, I got to go home. I got to learn my lines. It's like, yeah. You know, so I am working. I'm doing businesses and we have cocktails with the queens as well. Every and- Monday. Every Messy Monday. Monday. Messy Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm glad to be able to be working and be relevant still. Yes. Lisa Ray, in closing, what drives you? Family. Family mm-hmm. drives me and the fear of being broke. Oh, let's keep that real. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I come from a nice, you know, background, a nice family, and I don't really know what it is to be the definition, my definition of broke, you know what I mean? I, I, I need to be able to have the things that I want. Yes. And I'm not saying that I'm not on a budget. I'm not saying that I don't struggle sometime. I'm not saying any of those things, but what I am saying is that it helps me put things in perspective and not overspend Yeah. Uh, because I know that I got to live for tomorrow, like this pandemic, you know, people right now is living off their savings. Yes. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now I'm working on how do I replenish my savings and still maintain and still work and moving forward. So the cycle of life is what makes me say, okay, girl, you got to get this together because I like the way I live. I like my lifestyle. I like to work when I want to work and work when I don't want to work because that's the kind of girl I am. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that leads us perfectly to today's hustle hack. Hashtag live life to the fullest. Mm. As Queen Lisa Ray has done, Darlings, do you never conform. Expand your horizons through new adventures with travel and work. Keep grinding and keep making it do what it do. Live every moment. I want to thank Queen Lisa Ray McCoy for being on the show today. Tell our fans, tell our fans, where can folks find you on social media? Please find me on social media because I got some interesting things that's going on. I'm hiring sales reps for furniture and interior designers for my my line and my mattress line. So go to the real L Ray one, the number one, the real L Ray one across the board or LisaRay.com. So Vivica, you know, thank you for sharing your platform with me. Absolutely. So all they, the time. They, you said that they can find you on all on all social media platforms under that. Uh huh. Okay. All right, yep. y'all. 
Uh, and you can follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter and at Miss V Fox on Instagram. And you can also follow the podcast show at Vivica Hustling. Darlings, subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Until next time, bye for now. The Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during the podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.